My podcast this week is a story that's got to be told, a story that's going to upset an awful lot of people because what happened shouldn't have happened. That's part of the podcast. The other part is a journey. So I'm talking to John May and I'm talking to Tim Edwards. John was a phenomena um, in the pandemic on social media. So much so, he transferred what he did over to a theater and filled the place. He then wanted to find himself and decided to go on a walk around England to find himself. I want to find out when he met up with Tim because Tim lost his daughter. Didn't lose his daughter, had his daughter slaughtered at Christmas. A beautiful young lady who was out just getting ready for Christmas, having a drink, and her father lost the love of his life. So my podcast this week is to find out about John, to find out about Tim, to find out about the walk, to find out about their relationship, to see how Tim is coping and how John is coping. John, thank you for joining us. My pleasure, Pete. Thanks for having me. We've spoken before and I was involved with your show. Tell us briefly who you are before the walk. Right, well, um, I'm an actor slash comedian. Um, I've been a job and acting for years and uh, I owned a barbershop in Walton. I had that for 17 years. Um, so, yeah, I just do a lot of online comedy, Pete, and, you know, I'm pretty well-known around the city nowadays. Um, so, yeah, and then I decided to give everything up and walk from Land's End to John O'Groats. Why did you decide to do that? I've just got... I got to a point in my life, Pete, where, you know, I, I, I had a goal of my barbershop and I had a vision and it gave me fire in my belly. And once I achieved what I set out to achieve... I was starting to get a bit depressed. I was like, I had no goal anymore, and I was, I was looking for, I was looking for the highs in the wrong places. If you like, and I thought, right, okay, you need a reset. So I sold my business, I got rid of my home, I got rid of all my possessions, and I decided to just start again and go on a walk to sort of find out what my purpose is, to reevaluate my life and. Just have a restart and see where it takes me. But that's a big step in its own. Selling everything, getting yeah. rid of everything. That's getting rid of your past. Was it everything? Yeah. I've lit I, I literally kept a few possessions, like you know, stuff of my mum and stuff of my dad who sadly passed away and photos and stuff like that. I, I kept things like that. And I literally Yeah, I wanted to just start. Why again. why so severe though? Um, why so severe? I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to just uh, an absolute... I don't know. Did you realise before you even started what it was going to be like, the walk? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, do what, yeah, I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not shy to a challenge, Pete. I'm not shy. I've done bodybuilding, marathon running. I've done loads of, loads of challenges like this. Um... Walking 15 miles a day consistently for three months, I knew that was going to be a challenge, and to navigate my way around as well. Um, but for me, it was character building. I wanted to prove to myself, Peter, that if I can walk a country, I can do anything. I wanted that. I wanted to leave the walk with knowing that, and that was going to set me up for this new life, whatever it was going to be. Let's hold the story there. So we've now set. John is ready to go 
got rid of everything, wants to discover himself. Now we'll talk about Tim's story and then how they actually got together. Tim, your life will never be the same. No, no, that's uh, yeah, that's a given. That's that's changed forever now. Yeah. I watched you on television. Explain what has happened. Everybody knows the story, but explain what happened. Well, unfortunately, I lost my daughter Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. She was out enjoying herself, what a, as any young girl should be at Christmas. And uh, some scumbag decides to turn up with a machine gun and opens fire on a pub. And unfortunately, she was in the she was in the, in the firing line. And she lost her life. I can't imagine you getting a phone call to tell you that. I cannot imagine in a million years how you, a very strong man, a man with purpose in life, a man who worshipped your family, your daughter, your friends, you're a great friend. You must have been... I can't imagine. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like being... In hindsight, it, it, it's, it's like being in a movie. Uh, watching yourself and those moments I can remember the knock on the door I can remember going to the hospital I can can remember being told you know what what had happened clearly and I'll never forget that obviously and and then then the the, the period after that is sort of a bit of a blur because your mind doesn't process something like that straight away it just can't so it sort of goes into survival mode if you like and then the next thing is then then there becomes an investigation and, and then a process of that so your mind is taken along on this journey that you don't really have much control of um, and people deal with it differently and when it does happen um, and the only people who can understand that are the people that have gone through it. I wouldn't expect anyone else to understand. What you couldn't, you, you couldn't. Know. And she was beautiful. Yeah, thank you, she was. Yeah. Just a beautiful young lady. So, after the trial and everything, uh, which you, I don't know how you process, but you process and then try to get on with your life, you wanted to set something up in her name, didn't you? Yeah, well, I've set up the Ali Edwards Foundation, which is now... It's 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 launched. It's it's ready. It's going. It's it's got a really good future. The foundation. We're in talks with big investors, and uh, we've set out a, a, like a, a constitution, if you like, of what we want to achieve. And we're going to be launching and announcing all that in the very very near future. A um, few things to iron out, but that'll be done within the next week or so. Uh, and the, for the foundation, it, it's really, the future's really good for it, and I'm really excited. It, that's now become my life. What's the foundation for? What, 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 what will we deal with? Well, it's going to deal with a broad, a broad subject, really. It, it's mainly, I'm gonna, I've always said I'll let Ellie guide it. So it'll always be how she would have gone through life. And... Um, or how she would, what she would expect from people or to do for people. And she was a very caring person, uh, very fun-loving person. She was always helping other people and wanting the best for people. So the foundation will go along that way and we'll be centering 
quite a few things around women, uh, the welfare of women, um, the, the access to therapists and mental health issues that people have to deal with in these uh, violent crime situations. And also, if we can give people need financial support, we should be in a position to help with that. Uh, scholarships for, for women, it's going to be mainly towards helping women with their chosen careers. And, uh, and, and as the foundation grows, the, the, the different subjects of support will grow with it. And like I say, Ellie will guide that. Fantastic. The public were very supportive of you. Yeah, they have. I mean, it, it, it stretches around the world. I get I get messages from all over the world. And when we've been walking, when me and John were walking, there wasn't a day that went by that no one, like, they didn't recognise us wherever we were in the country. And it was always very positive. Never had any bad, yeah. bad things. So there's the story. We've got John walking. We've got you there. We've got Tim over there. You there. You, did you know each other before? Absolutely not, no. Um, obviously, I was doing the the walk um, in aid of gun and knife crime and, you know, create support and awareness. Now, I was leaving on the 26th of January. How far, Sorry, did, you walk, how far did you walk before then? I hadn't... I, well, training... Oh, was, sorry, you were leaving. I was leaving on the 26th of January, which, oddly enough, was the day of Ellie's funeral. Tim knew of me, of uh, being a comedian and stuff online and stuff, and I got a message off Tim on Boxing Day um, saying to me, it's amazing what you're doing, and I was quite taken aback by that. I was like, wow, you know, this guy's daughter just been killed and he's messaging me. I was quite, I was like, wow. And then sort of, we got sort of chatting after that, didn't we, Tim? And um, it wasn't until around February, Tim said, I'm going to walk the Camino, in Spain I was like oh that's amazing mate and we were chatting away he said do you mind if I come and join you for a couple of days let me stop you there so why <laughs> did you pick the Camino the, well to be honest I'm laughing because this story the Camino was something I'd planned for years and before any yeah I'd, I'd been wanting to do the Camino for, for a good few years then the pandemic the pandemic came along so that was on hold and then what happened to Elliot Christmas? I thought, well, that was the time was right for, for me to go and do the Camino, and I'm far from re uh, religious, but I have a daily battle with the big fella up there. But the Camino was more of a physical challenge for me, and it was a chance for me to get away from the chaos. So I thought the time was right. So I booked me flights to go. Um, Let me stop you there. What made you ring John? Why, why did you admire and respect him so much? Do you know what? He made me laugh. Genuinely. Because I'd watched John through the pandemic on the, his uh, Corona Mums stuff he did and uh, his online YouTube presence. And he was just funny. And I remember Ellie listening to it. I was laughing my head off one day in the, in the living room. And I had Ellie come down the stairs and she was like, Dad, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and... She, uh, I said, oh, you've got to get on this fella, he's, he's off his head, he is nuts. But she, she like, I haven't heard you laugh like that for ages. So, when it comes to, after the Christmas, John was still had his presence online, and I, I was, he just made me laugh. And I, I, I always thought, well, you know, laughter's a great healer. 
And um, so you started talking. Yeah, I started messaging him, and then he responded to me. So we built up this relationship over the messaging and that. Right. So we've got you going to go abroad. You're going to go round England. How the hell did you get together? <laughs> well, that was it. I mean, I was. What was I? I think I was three hundred miles in. I just. I was reaching Worcester. And Tim said, can I come and join you for a couple of days or, a, you know, a day or two to get a bit of practice in for this Camino? And, and I was getting to a point in the walk now where I thought, yeah, you know, I could do with a bit of company. So I said, yeah, you know, come along. But I was still, you know, this was Tim Edwards. This is the father of Ellie Edwards. It was like, wow, this, how am I going to deal with this? You, you know, it's, you know it's, it's, it's a big pressure. But anyway, Tim come along and we just hit it off, didn't we? We just got on. And, um, yeah, we, we left Worcester together. And, you know, we walked into towards Ironbridge. And, yeah, and so one day turned into two days. Two days turned into five days. And he just decided, you know what, I might as well walk into Liverpool with me. Right, let me stop you there. So did you not have any ties? Did you not have anything that you had to put together? Or you just went, no, another day, another day? Yeah, I was stuff. just a free spirit. I had... I didn't have any, obviously, me family commitments. Um, but what about work commitments? Well, work had been put on the back burner. It was that was the last thing I wanted to do. So I just, I just had all this time, and I thought I need to fill this time because if I don't, I'm going to end up sitting in my living room with a bottle of whiskey every night, and that's not going to, that's not going to end well. So I, I knew that the, the investigation was going on and building this relationship with John and I admired what he was doing. So I, that was when I, he invited, invited me up there to, to join him for a couple of days, like he said, so I did. With the initial thought of just go for a couple of days, I'd left my car in Worcester when I met him. And then, like John said, two, three, four, five days later, I was still there. And I felt free. I was, I, I was, I had still the, the chaos going on in my, in my life. It was still there, but I was on the move and I was, I was free. Let's hold it there. John, you had this situation. We've just had the description there of being free. All of a sudden, you've got somebody with you. Did you, and you know, you're two heterosexual men, but it was a relationship. You know, you're spending a lot of time together and you're getting to know, two strangers getting to know each other. Did you feel not at all claustrophobic that all of a sudden you're not on your own? Well, I was aware of that. And Tim's well aware of this. It was like... I was like, can I can I do this with someone? Because it goes against what I wanted to do. And that it was to have solitude and be on my own. And that's why, like... I, I did encourage Tim after a couple of days, like, ah, you might as well make it to 50 miles, you might as well make it to 100 miles, and I found myself encouraging him to stay. Um, but I had to gauge, could I spend time with this man? And he had to do the same. And when we reached Ironbridge, um, which is probably, I don't know, probably 70 miles away from Liverpool, Ironbridge is a beautiful place and we walked into Ironbridge and the next morning I was sitting on a bench downstairs, um, outside, and Tim joined me and I said to him, go ahead, what are you doing then? And he went, what? He went, 
you coming all the way with me or, you, or what? And he went, do you mind? And I went, no, I don't. It, it took a different turn and the walk had a different meaning now. Um, I was still open to achieve what I set out to achieve. But if I could offer this man an outlet, a way of escaping and deal with what he needs to deal with, I was, I was happy to give that to him. I've got to ask, we're sitting here in the Hilton Hotel having a conversation with you. I'm fascinated at the fact that you wear a cross. Yeah. Are you religious? <laughs> it's well documented there. I give the big fella a mouthful at the best of opp- opportunities I can. And it's a bit of a battle with religion for me because it's the obvious, isn't it? If, if there was a God, my daughter would still be here. So I have that daily battle with religion of what does it stand for and it's been shown in documentaries and other news that I do go and burgle the old church um, and when I'm in there I give them a piece of my mind which sometimes backfires on me to be honest but I wear the cross that I mean there's a, I was given that one in the silver locket in Corfu um, and it has Ellie's hair in it um, just happens to have a cross on it because I was from outside uh, church Saint Spiridon and the same again was that was given to me in the monastery in Corfu so I just wear them as keepsakes um, but uh, another religious icons that I wear but it's not about the religion for me it's about asking the question of what does religion stand for and does it exist? I'm glad you said that because I'm a lot older than both of you and I am questioning it every day. I was brought up Church of England, I was in a choir, I questioned it all my life. Now I'm, I'm feeling a little bit uh, of a phony sort of talking to him, mm. thinking, well, why am I talking to him? Because I want to know where I'm going to go. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's another podcast. Yeah. It's definitely another yeah, podcast. It is, yeah. definitely is. Yeah. When did you feel it was time to stay with John? Or did you question it or was it just... No, it was, we, we got on straight away. As soon as I met John, we clicked, and the, the, literally the first day, we just got on. And then after a, a couple of days of being with with John and being together, we were just we were we were having a laugh. We were we were going along and we were talking to each other about things. You know, the people who've known each other twenty years probably wouldn't feel comfortable talking about. But that was how we were. The relationship was building, and. Um, Quite quickly, I thought, do you know what? I would, I wouldn't mind staying on this walk with John if, if, it, if he would have me on it with him. Because I did the last thing I wanted to do was to turn up and jump on his walk and invade his space. Because I got, I got what he was doing it for to be alone, and I didn't want to ruin that for him. I, I, I was really conscious of that, and. Um, when, like I said, I'd, I'd, I'd made the decision to carry on, but I didn't tell him. And then we got to Ironbridge and he asked me the question and I, I responded and I said, yeah. I said, if you'll have me, I'll walk with you. But we'll go at least to Liverpool. So then we announced that we were going to walk into Liverpool together and then that took on a whole new thing. That, that became massive. Which was, John... <laughs> Briefly, where have you been from when you started 
to when you finished. So where have you been briefly? To the meeting Tim. On the walk, on the walk. The oh. whole walk together. Oh, the whole walk. Oh, I've been everywhere, Pete. <laughs> well, it starts off in Cornwall, went into Devon, Somerset, um, Gloucestershire, Worcestershire, Shropshire, Cheshire. Then we went over to Greater Manchester, uh, Lancashire, Greater Manchester. And then we headed up to the northeast, all the way up to Newcastle. We went a long way round. And then from Newcastle, we went all the way up. Northumberland, is that? Northumberland. Yeah, and then we got to the um, the borders of Scotland, a place called uh, Coldstream. And from there, we edged up to, to Berwick, up to Edinburgh, past the, that sort of barrier there, heading towards the Highlands then. So we headed up to Perth, went through the Cairngorm Mountains, then um, then we got to Inverness, and then it got a bit heavy, because from Inverness to John O'Groat is like a, it's an unusual, eerie place. So we walked our way up to there. Yeah. I, I, on that walk, I'd done 1,035 miles. Can you explain, I'll ask you first, how you felt when you got to John O'Groat's? I'll be honest with you, Pete. Um, we, on our last day, we had to walk from a place called Wick to John O'Groat, which was 17 miles, was it? Yeah, 17. Yeah, so we had to leave early because we had, like, TV and stuff there at, at a certain time, so we had to leave early. And we got, a, we, got a, we got a pace on to make sure we made the time. But the last few miles, we were like, sod the TV, sod everyone. And we dragged our feet, Pete, because I'll be honest, we didn't want it to end. We didn't want it to end. We knew... I was getting anxious leading up to the end, and so was Tim. What about you, Tim? Yeah, I echo exactly what John says. We 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 got a wiggle on that morning, and we we were seventeen miles, and that's that's no mean feat for anyone. And we were like, right, we've got to do this a certain time, whatever. And like John says, we're a couple of miles outside. We were like, I was making excuses to to stop or to slow us down or just to sit for a minute and. And we had a we had a moment, didn't we? About a mile outside, where we sat on a wall and we we talked about the walk that we just we, we were about to finish, and we didn't want it to end because we we was, didn't want to come back to a normal life. I understand that because you've built up, you become best mates. You're there. You're two grown men. You're two intelligent men. You both had a fabulous life. You sadly have had something destroy part of your life, which will never ever be replaced. So you've had so much. So the intimacy is is just immense, immense. So I can understand. I can. The only way I can put it is, if I've done a panto with rehearsal and and, and the shows, yeah. which is all together two and a half months, and if it's a happy cast. I have to go away on holiday because I am heartbroken. Mm. The depression yeah. is awful because you've achieved something you've wanted to do forever. Looking back, can you believe you've done it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just consistency over time, Peter. You can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. As long as you break your mind can conceive it, you can achieve it. But I think the idea of walking lands into John O'Groats is so daunting to people. You don't even scratch the surface. So it was never walking to John O'Groats, was it? It was walking to the next thought, village. We never thought about it, though, no. did we? It was like, there's a great thing that John t- t- puts in, is that we only ever thought of the next village. So you, your mind is not thinking of John O'Groats is all that way up there, and we were in Rochdale or wherever we were. You did, your mind doesn't take that on board, does it? It doesn't 
process the fact of how far you've got to go and the, and the, the pain you're going to go through. But you just think of the next village, and it's that's anyone can do that. Talking about pain, John, yes. was there any time ever, even with Tim, that you really did want to give up? I was never, ever going to give up, Peter. I think there was about five or six occasions on that where, and this is a testament to who I am, I think the average human being would have given up. Um, there was times where I had no money. There was times where I had nowhere to stay. There was times where, you know, me and Tim, there was moments we had where we, we, we love each other, but at the same time, there was times where we hated each other. There really was. There was one particular time. But, um, yeah, and... Um, I was never going to give up, Peter. I was never going to give up. I couldn't have given up. I'd give everything up to do this. It's all I had. It's all I had. But leading up to John O'Groats, I was. I had plans. I had somewhere new to stay. I had this. I had this. And it all fell to it. So when I got to John O'Groats, I was going home to nothing. Nothing. Come back to that in a minute. What about you? Any time you ever want to give up? To no. no. Giving up's not in my blood. It's just not me. So that's why it's so strong, the two of you. Yeah, because we push each other on. And giving up, we never, ever spoke about giving up. Or we just ne- it never entered our minds. That's just not the kind of people we are. Um, we're very much the opposite. And like John, I've always said about John, if he says he's going to do something, he'll do it. Mm. And we're both similar in that way, where we'll once we commit to something, we'll do it. Here's a very hard question. Simple question, but a hard question. Was there one place that you will stand out forever as, and I'll ask you both separately, as one of the most beautiful places you've ever been to? Right, we'll both say it after three. One, two, three. Dunkeld. Yeah, Dunkeld in Scotland. Yeah, fascinating place. Unbelievable. It was the best and worst place we went to. Yeah. You tell me about the best, you tell me about the worst. Oh, the best. <laughs> okay. Oh, <you laughs> well, <laughs> we just walked in there, Peter, and it was like walking into a village from Beauty and the Beast out of a Disney film. It was just, if you've never been, go. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just the most beautiful. It's how Americans would imagine Scotland to be, you know, and... Um, yeah, it was just it was just full of history, and he had uh, deep fried cream eggs. I know deep fried cream <laughs> eggs. That's, surely that's going to be the worst part. <laughs> well, uh, the, the deep fried cream egg is one of the most unbelievable taste <laughs> sensations you will ever experience. Especially when you walk really, around England. Really, honestly, honest God, if you go to, I think that's the only place that actually does it, isn't yeah. it? And you have well, go to Dunkel just to have that. It's well worth the trip. But the the, the bad side of Dunkel was it's a fantastic, beautiful place, and it it's it's but, steeped in history. But <laughs> uh, there was a famous battle in Dunkel, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't in six hundred and something. It was in twenty twenty three. April twenty three. Yeah. Should we leave it at that? Yeah, we'll leave it at, we'll yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. Talk. No, no, we'll, no, we'll talk about it. We, I'll give you a brief outline of what happened. And yeah, the, we and John have been living in each other's, you know, shadows for so long. And you get so close to someone, and you, you you'd moan about something a bit more than you would someone you didn't really know, or you might uh, criticise them or say things that you shouldn't say. And without saying what was said, that was what happened that night. And we had an almighty blazing fight. 
No, we never got physical. Where we, where we, no, but it come close to it, and it was, it was bad. And did you hug and make up? After he found me at the river, yeah, I was halfway into the river when he came. (laughs) He rescued me. (laughs) Well, did did we hug and make up? I wouldn't spell. Well, yeah. Look, here's the thing with me and him, and this is why we get on so well. I can only feel comfortable around people who say how it is, Pete, because otherwise I don't know where I am. I think that's why we get on. Probably. And um, the thing with me and Tim, if he's being a... Can I swear? Yeah. If he's being a knobhead, (laughs) I'll tell him. And if I'm being a knobhead, he'll tell me. And that's the beauty of it. Because, like, there'll be times that I'll go... Like, you wake up the next morning and go, it was a terrible Tim out last night. Yeah. And I'll go, yeah, mate, you, yeah. you were embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> 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 Never said that. <laughs> yeah. And he'll go, it's oh, hey. and, it, and it's the same with me, do you know what I mean? If I'm a knob, he'll tell me. And that's where we find our balance. But Dunkeld, yeah. But that is a relationship. Yeah. That's what relationship's yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. And you can't dismiss... This is a phenomenal oh, relationship. God. This is like stronger than some marriages because you've been so close together. Yeah, we care about each other. We do, yeah. yeah. We like last week, you. you you were having a very good I week, weren't you? A bad week last week, though. But yeah. I phoned him and said, "Listen, Tim," and I told him how it was. <laughs> yeah. And like the next day, he said to me, "Cornell needs a dog." He gave me <laughs> head a wobble, <laughs> and I've just walked into the Hilton to him saying, "Oh, I'm working too hard," and he's just said, "Give your head a wobble." So <laughs> it works both ways. But what happened with Dunkel's, Pete? At, at the um, at the borders at Coldstream, we got a, a, Brian joined us, and we had a camper van. So me and Tim always went to a hotel, and we would recharge in the night and meet back up in the morning. But we didn't have an opportunity to do this. Right. So by the time we got to Dunkel's, the crack started to appear. We had no time to recharge, and things sort of catastrophized. And on in Dunkel's, we, we went at each other pretty bad. Um, and then the next morning. I got up and I just walked on my own and we separated for about eight days, ten days. Oh, as long as that? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, we did, yeah. What what he doesn't know is, well, he does know, but at the time, and I watched the video last night of of the bear story that I made and in the video, it was the day after this row and it was a big bad, it was bad row, it was awful. And, um, in the arm and bits and... It's exclusive. This, by the way, Pete. We haven't told anyone this. Yeah, and I, I'm in. I've created this this character was as we were walking, called the um, the Braemar Bear. So the story grew and grew and grew. But after we've had this battle, um, I we, it was it was healthy for us to have a break yeah, yeah. from each yeah, other. Yeah, of course it is. But I always I always said to myself I would not cross the fourth bridge without him. So I, if I, but I started steaming ahead, and then I started doing. I did a marathon in one day, <laughs> and just to yeah. piss him off, so he couldn't yeah. catch me for a few days, right? But I knew if I got to the fourth bridge, if I was a day or two days ahead of him, I would not cross yeah. that bridge without him. It it done us good. It's like because yeah. he, he, every relationship needs a break. I went ahead on the on the, the day the day after we argued, and then I had a day off, so he was ahead of me, and I thought. Right, I'll catch up with him. So I was doing like 18, 19 miles a day. Where on average we were doing like 13 to 15. And I'd, I'd go, how many miles have you done? He'd go, I've done 22 today. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, I'm trying to catch up with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I was just in the mood. And then he was just being a knob. 
he was just going further and further away. Sorry. But um yeah, we we that was like we had a little bit yeah, of little not competition. competition. Well, oh, you did. I did. How did you decide to catch up with you? I worked hard teaching my lesson. He's gonna do twenty two, I'll do twenty five, and then I did the twenty seven and then I was like, I fucked. <laughs> I think I'm gonna stop this bit now because this could develop into a round. Do you know what? There's there's definitely a part two, part three, and a part four oh, of this God, interview. Yeah. A couple of questions before we finish, I've got to ask. Were people Oh Pete, you missed the best best bit out? Oh, sorry. Oh, so when you don't do. So when when we finished. Um, oh, of the row? No, no, when we finished John O'Groats. Right. I don't know if you know this bit. Um, oh. Like, obviously, Tim went back to the trial. I went back to my life and I moved mountains within three months. I've created a business. I found somewhere to live. I found stability again. And Tim went through the trial and the day that the sentence and. Um, I was, went to the court to see Tim and I hadn't really seen you, you, you were no, busy but I was missing you and I wanted to speak yeah. to you yeah. so me and my friend Owen went to the court and I'm standing outside and he goes so I haven't done Lands End to John O'Groke so I've only done Worcester to John O'Groke so I need to walk from Worcester to Lands End now will you do it with me? so only a month ago we got back <laughs> from a 250 mile walk from Worcester to Lands End so he could fill it in. Yeah, did you so I could say the lands end on the go? So it's all been so you've done it twice. Well, I've done it. Yeah. I've done thirteen hundred miles yeah. now for a laugh. Yeah, yeah. but he what, was like mentioning that. Were people great with you all around the yeah, country? Yeah, yeah. One yeah, incident yeah. in Devon, but other than that, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone was. No, was yeah. Everyone was lovely. Great Britain were absolutely brilliant and they were so welcoming. Apart from one well-documented incident, which is not even worth mentioning. But it was the whole country. Honestly, God, we met some absolute characters, didn't we? Absolute oh, characters. Oh yeah, gems we yeah. call them. Yeah. Are you doing anything with it, as in a story or a full video? Well, or? I've started a production company and we're working on something at the moment. Yeah, and I'm very proud of it. And it's, we've been working hard on it, haven't we, Tim? Yeah, we yeah, so I'm looking forward. What to would it. you say to everybody uh, that would love to do what you're doing? If you can find the time, do it. Because what my biggest lesson I learned, Peter, was... I mean, come on, I've walked the country. That opened my eyes. I've seen things other people haven't seen. But what I've realised, this is my biggest lesson, if you've got a moment. You walk into a village, Peter, there's people in that village you've never left. I walk in, you wonder who I am. Then you go to a town, it's just a, it's just a bigger village. Then you go to a city, and that's just a massive village. And people don't leave, and people don't see beyond them walls, Peter. And they're all falling over each other. So what it made me realise is that there's more to this city, there's more to the town, there's more. To, there's a bigger world out there, Pete, and we're missing it. Tim, what did you learn? Yeah, I learned, learned to really, if you put your mind to something and you, you, you're passionate about it, you will achieve it. And never say you can't, and certainly never give up once you start something. But, you know, like like John's just said, there is a big, it's a big planet, this, and there's so much out there to see, and there's some wonderful people as well along the way. Gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for talking to me. I find it a fascinating story. There's so much more to talk about, but I love the passion from both of you. Without, because I know the money's still coming in, but did you do well, John? We're raising money. For the, uh, well, yeah. I mean, we've got enough for Tim to, to, to initially start the foundation, and that's what we set out to do yeah. on the second walk. So, yeah, well, I yeah. think we set out to get yeah. five grand it's, for that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we smashed that, yeah, and that's, that, that's now give us the basics, the, 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 the foundation of the foundation, if you like. 
and um, and that's kicked on and brought us. That's going to be massive, yeah. It's going to be huge. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pete. Thank you, Pete. You're legend. Thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. Why not subscribe? You know it's free. So join us and tell your friends. It's great going on walks and doing whatever you want to do and then putting Pete Price on. We've got a back catalogue of over 100 interviews. Join us. Subscribe. It's free.